welcome to the Excuse My African podcast. My name is Stella Damasis and I am your host. Join me as I take you on a journey through the eyes of a misrepresented and misunderstood African girl abroad. In this episode, I will talk about what the media will not show you about Africa. Okay. I know that I've done a similar episode before now, but by popular demand, I need I need to remind everyone again in this episode about the Africa that I know, the Africa that I was born in, the Africa that I grew up in, and the Africa that I went to school in, okay? Now, I had an experience that really, really broke my heart. Uh, my husband and I went to a store, and we wanted to buy some stationery, and we got in there. And immediately we started talking to the lady because at first she was smiling and telling us what to do and how to sign up for different things. And we were smiling and signing up and writing. And then, you know, the moment my husband spoke to her, she looked at him and she said, oh, you have a, a sort of a, a continental accent. Where are you from? And my husband said, oh, I'm African. Really? Where? And he says, I'm Nigerian. Like, oh, my goodness, you speak so well. I was so offended. I am sorry. You know, for a lot of people, that's a compliment. But for me, it's not. Because I don't know who you have been talking to. When she looks at someone like that and says, um, you speak so well. In my head, I'm thinking, how do you expect us to speak? How do you think Africans talk in the first place? Or you think we're from the jungle? I, I wasn't smiling. My husband is a polite person. He's very nice. He's very patient. I try to be nice and patient, guys. I'm being honest with you. But if I'm going to be 100% honest, sometimes... I'm not very tolerant of people who sound condescending all in the act of trying to be, you know, nice and friendly. That's not you being nice. You can't ask me where I'm from first. And then when you find out where I'm from, you tell me I speak well. So what does that mean? I speak well to be African? How do you think we talk? So it amazes me how they think we're educated or if they think we're not educated at all because... You know, I was upset for a while, and then I went, when we got home, I talked to my husband about it, and he was like, you know what, Stella, sometimes calm down, because this is what they know. These things are what they see on TV, okay? This is the representation of Africa that these foreigners know. What the media sells to them is what they know. What the media shows them is what they know. They're always looking at people in the villages, people who are suffering, people who are receiving aid from America, people who are visited by white folk who come and give them Vaseline, who come and give them injections, and who come and throw food from a truck and kids are rushing and catching it, you know, showing children who have flies coming out of their noses and their mouths and sick children and people who are dying and people are using African kids to raise funds. Hey, I am not opposed to people coming to help Africa, but I think that reporting or journalism should be a balanced thing. We should balance the stories and the visuals that we put out there about Africa. I mean, if you're showing the world the worst parts of Africa, try to show them the good parts as well, because I am from there, okay? My children are from there. I have people from there. And, you know, I was also on set with someone who looked at me and said, oh, I can't wait to visit Africa. You guys tell me about it. I can't wait to sit on the elephants and walk on the streets and see those women with their breasts out there and everything. And I'm like, excuse you? You think that when you come out of the airport and get into whatever transportation, you get into town, that all you will see are elephants on the streets of Africa. You don't even have any country in mind. 
you're probably one of those who feel that Africa is a country. You don't have any country in mind. You just want to get down into the city, hop on an elephant, and probably see monkeys hovering around, right? And then see people tying beads on their waist without bras or without clothes. Is that what you think? And she says, but that's what I, I think it is. That's where I want to go. And I'm like, I'm sorry to disappoint you. You will not see that in the cities. And she was like, oh, darn. There goes my holiday. I'm like, you must be crazy to think that in this generation, we did the movie in 2016. I'm like, you must be crazy to think that in 2016, we have elephants on the streets. No, they are in the zoo. You have people with their breasts out there. No, we dress up. We have fashion. And our fashion is amazing. You know. And this is the Africa that they don't see. People don't realize that we have bigger and better houses that are built by the rich men. In fact, I am happy to announce that you could do your research in Forbes and find out that out of a hundred richest people in the world, from number one to five, you have two Nigerians in there. I am telling you for a fact, you must have heard about them. You must have heard about Otedola. You must have heard about the woman who owns Rose of Sharon. I mean, there are so many extremely rich Africans and Nigerians all over the place. We have houses. In fact, when cars are released, they send them to Nigeria first. They send limited editions of every designer, every car, everything you can imagine. There is nothing that you find in America and Europe that you will not find in Africa, especially in Nigeria. When people talk about entertainment and fun, trust me, people all over the world are rocking to our music. From David O to Tiwa Savage to Wizkid to Banky W, all of them. I mean, if it's fashion, we have number one top-notch fashion, okay? We speak well. We go to school. We have universities. We have nightclubs. Hey, we have Hard Rock Cafe in Lagos, okay? <laughs> we have cinemas. We have shopping malls. We have different things. Everything you want to think about everywhere in the world, we have them, okay? We see what you see. Every television program that you watch right here in America or in Europe, we watch it there too. We have cable. We have cell phones. We have Wi-Fi, okay? We have YouTube. We have a lot of vloggers in Africa. We have a lot of bloggers. We have people who are in the entertainment industry. We have journalists. We have people who go... I can go on and on. The media has to show this. And that is why we're setting up Monafric TV, okay? Monafric TV is going to be online for everyone to see the other side of Africa, the Africa that you don't get to see. So for those people who cannot, like, really go to Africa themselves to know the truth, we are going to do that for you. So look out for it. We're planning to put out programs there on the Internet for you to understand what I mean so people will stop the ignorance. So people will stop calling Africa an S-whole continent, okay? Because we are not. We are extremely educated people. We are loving and we are extremely hardworking. So my plea today is for the media to balance whatever it is they're showing people about my Africa, okay? We are a beautiful group of people. We are not all dying and suffering. We are great people, all right? <laughs> all right, guys? Thank you for listening to this podcast, and I hope you'll join me again for the next one. You can contact me via email, excusemyafrican at gmail.com, or visit the website, excusemyafrican.com, for more details. Remember to stay positive and give love.